Hey, ladies and gentlemen, so a bit of change of plans here. Um, we're going to have two episodes, actually, tonight. Uh, because, you know, this leak came from Minecraft Damian Manga that blew me away and kind of just threw a wrench into everything we ever believed about One for All. But at the same time, it also validated so many of our thoughts. So, be warned, this is a huge leak from um, the upcoming chapter, which has already been leaked into Korean scans, and it has been translated by the fans. Um, so be aware, um, there are spoilers, which are definitely real. They're not fake, or there won't be any translation that will be different. You know, it's, it's just there. I mean, at most it will change just a tiny bit in the details to be a little bit cleaner, but that's it. That's all there is. So what you're about to hear is a definite leak, and be very careful if you haven't, um, basically, you know, if you, if, if you don't want to hear about them, or if you haven't heard about them and don't want to, Whatever the case, be very careful. What we're going into is definitely spoiler, heavy spoiler territory. Well, anyways, the new episode, or let's say chapter, starts with um, basically, you know, Deku being in the vestige room. And he sees the previous users, and two of the users, for some reason, are facing the wall, which is absolutely weird. And if you remember, these are the two users that we're not sure who they are. But people are saying that maybe Kirishima and Bakugo. But we get into that. Well, he gets there. Um, they were all sitting in chairs and Deku still can't form words or talk that easily in the vestige. But they say that he's slowly making it. Um, he's talking to everyone. Everyone's talking about the powers. And everything, and there are a couple of things I want to point out. At first, when you look at those two people facing the wall for some reason, one of them looks very much like Bakugo. Unfortunately, the scans are not clear enough to be sure if it is actually Bakugo or not. We'll, we'll have to wait. We'll actually have to wait until tomorrow to see uh, those scans, and we'll have to wait until Sunday to have the official release. However, Tomorrow, we'll probably have those scans ready for us to go. But, here are a couple of things that really scream out Bakugo. People have been scanning the hell out of this particular shot. One thing is that the hairstyle is very reminiscent of Bakugo. But the problem is that the hairstyle that Bakugo has is actually something common, it seems. Even Dobby has that hairstyle. So you can't definitely go on a hunch and say that, you know, this is definitely Bakugo. But the shade of the white that is there, it's not exactly completely white. Or at least that's what the scan shows. Maybe it's completely white. But the thing is, it's black and white panel. So it could be actually white, it could be red. It could also be blonde. It depends on that shade as well a little bit. But let's go for blonde for now. Next thing that really shows is the waist. And that is one thing I did not expect to actually say. But yeah, the waist is really slim. And Bakugo has a waist slim. Sorry, slim waist. Huh, waist slim, what did I say? 
He has a very slim waist, and holy shit, that is one detail that people really nailed. I mean, if anything, usually when they're drawing mangas, the mangakas are really, really deliberate with their details. And that's pretty awesome to see that Bakugo has that slim waist and has been shown countless times. And people have actually taken note of that. And now we see it here in the character. He has a slim waist. Next thing that comes into, you know, right into your face is the gauntlet. Actually, the gauntlets. The gauntlets that he has might not exactly be the same as Bakugo's right now, but they look like a improved upon or evolutionary stage of them, anyways. I know when you look at them, they have almost the exact same form. You know, like that. It, it looks like a grenade. That's the easiest way to describe them. It looks like a grenade. The handle, the shape, everything. And let's be honest here Horikoshi at this point is playing us. Many people. And trust me when I say this, many people made fun of me when I said Dobby is definitely Toya. They were like, no, the anime showed him with a different color. And I said, well, it doesn't really matter, but this is the theory, and he is Dobby. And these are the signs. And they were like, no, the things you're saying are all stupid. Some people supported me, but many said that, no, 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 this, is a, this doesn't make sense. Even though now everybody's like, yeah, we all knew. Look, everyone knew it was Dobby. So yeah, it was Dobby, but they didn't know why and how. They wanted to think that it was, but they didn't want to believe the reasons. I laid out the reasons many times. And now I'm laying the reason to say this is Bakugo. If it's not Bakugo, I will, I don't know, go bald. Yeah, I'll definitely shave my head. If it's not Bakugo. Hopefully it'll be a long time until that. But still, it is Bakugo. It is very obviously Bakugo. I mean, he plays it right in your face. I mean, the moment that I saw Dami against Endeavor and Mirko some, uh, comes and saves Endeavor, I knew Dami was Toya. And as it went on, my suspicions grew stronger because, you know, I knew that feeling that Dobby had. Let's say I wanted to kill people. Definitely not. But I'm saying that, you know, that feeling of anger towards someone's parent, that was a feeling I knew. And I knew that this is definitely Toya. And now, oi, this is definitely Bakugo. Trust me on this. It feels like Bakugo. People have comments that, you know, back you go, fury, whatever. But I believe this is Bakugo. And here are my reasons why, thanks to the new chapter, for validating it. And maybe not. But please listen, if you will. I mean, if you listen so far, you definitely are in on it anyway. So anyways, um, then they talk about the powers, and the fourth user actually says that he died of old age at 40. Deku looks at him like, what? 40? That's not natural. And then he explains that if you have a quirk and you inherit one for all, that amount of power is really hard for you to control and it takes away from your life force. Especially if you want to use multiple quirks, which suggests that maybe every one of them was able to use that? 
Then, of course, they talk about All Might, and they say that, yeah, he also uh, used it, but he lived for a long time, so far, at least, and he hasn't died. And that's what's weird to them, and they understand that's because you know, he was quirkless, same as Deku. So, because he was quirkless, he didn't die from the pressure of having one for all. In, instead, he used it to the best of his abilities. That's why he was the strongest so far. So, that's where you go, right? <laughs> After that, we come to talking about Deku. What they say is that, well, Deku also is quirkless, and because of that, he'll be able to utilize this power as best as it can, because he won't die, like some of them, uh, early on. But what they note is that it seems that Deku will be the final user of one for all. And that is kind of a stinger. I mean, I would have loved to see a sequel to My Hero Academia at one point. I mean, very far in the future, probably. But I would love to see this power pass on to somebody else and see their journey with that kind of power. Unfortunately, that doesn't seem to be the case. Because they explain that he's probably the last one to ever be able to use this power. And it seems that he cannot transfer it anymore. Now, these are some things that are so cool. I don't know if this was because, you know, Horikoshi wrote himself into a corner where he intended for it. But, again, bear with me, I'm still getting there. I need to explain what happens to Leeks anyway. Then Nanashimura says, can you kill Tomurashi Garaki? And that's kind of sad. Like, you know, imagine your own grandma saying, can you kill my grandson? <laughs> that's kind of weird. But, well, you know, Tomura at this point is beyond saving anyway. I mean, he's really evil. But here are a few things. After having congregated with many of my fellow minor academians, we came to the conclusion that the reason that Deku can no longer transfer the power is only because that at this point the One for All is way too strong for anyone to bear. I mean, whether it be a normal or a quirky, whichever you want to call normal, I don't care. If you want to call normal quirkless and the other one quirky, or the other way around quirky and quirkless, no matter. It seems that no one can bear it anymore. Well, for a couple of reasons. If someone actually has a quirk and gets this, we know that their life force will be, you know, um, used in order to use one for all to its full potential, which means they will die younger than they should. So that's pretty sad, honestly. But that's something that can happen. And, well, those with quirks cannot probably use this power to the best of their ability. Anyone who's quirkless, on the other hand, they can't use it because there's so many, so much power stockpiled at this point that it's almost impossible for a normal person to do it. I mean, let's look back and see Midoriya. This kid had the power manifested in him and he just used a punch and he broke his goddamn arm. Just a punch. And this was something that Toshinori never had. And he said I was able to use it very easily. Well, good for you, Toshi, because the power maybe wasn't that powerful back then. You made it stronger. You made it to the point that when now Midoriya uses it, it's too much. And now when he's using it, because of being capable of using every quirk 
in on, on in one for all, now nobody else can do it. If he broke his arm just by using a punch and having to have go through all these trials just to control a 40% so far of that power, imagine what would happen to someone quirkless when they try to throw a punch. I'd imagine their arm would blow up. You know, it just goes like <coughs> and they have no more arms. And it seems logical at this point. I mean, this power seems to get way more powerful. And this seems that at this point, Deku is going to be like Goku. His power just keeps rising. Anyways, aside from that. Now here's where the theory goes on. My theory. It took a long time, but we needed the exposition anyway. Well, my theory is that Bakugo, um in Heroes Rising, when you remember he got the power from Deku to fight Nines, and they both fought together. He could not keep the power, if you remember. And they said that it was because, you know, those inside the vestige stopped it. My reason for that, that they stopped it, is because they probably knew that he can't handle it. Of course, reason dictates that this is happening way after that incident. And they probably didn't know. I mean, they discussed it just in this chapter when they could. But I think that they probably had a feeling they knew maybe he couldn't handle it. And they stopped it. Or, I don't know, they just stopped it for no reason. But I think that they knew they stopped Bakugo from having the power because they knew he couldn't handle it. No one can at this point. And... If you remember when Bakugo used the power, even though he's actually very efficient at using quirks, he broke both his arms. But he was efficient, which leads me to think maybe Bakugo would have been the exception. Maybe. But this was at a point when Deku still hadn't unlocked so many of the other quirks. We don't know. And it's kind of weird. But um, I really don't know why, but I think that maybe they knew. Maybe. Let's, let's go with maybe for now. It makes more sense to say maybe. And the other thing is that that person probably is Bakugo. The other one is definitely not Kirishima. I still stand against that. People saying that, you know, it's white, so definitely the hair is red. Look, there is no reason for Kirishima to have the quirk. There is good reason for Bakugo to have the quirk. If Deku is the final chance to do everything, to kill Shigaraki, I think that probably he will try, he will fail, and at some point Bakugo will travel to the past and start the cycle again to make this power even stronger. I don't know. But I have said this before. If you remember, I said that I believe that Deku will fail but I thought that he would probably fail in the last battle with Shigaraki that they had. Not something that will probably be upcoming in many, many, many other chapters. At the same time, people have taken note that the gauntlet that this guy is wearing is actually very similar to the gauntlet that Bakugo is wearing in the poster for the third movie of My Hero Academia. So, people are right. This can actually be Bakugo. And they have great suspicion. 
they have all the reason in the world to believe that suspicion. And honestly, I'm on board. I think that is definitely Bakugo. I think that Deku will try and beat Shigaraki, he will fail, and that's why Bakugo travels back in time. You may think, again, and this is something that I have to reiterate for many times when I make this episode, talking about Bakugo, but I think that, you know, basically, it, you know, it's kind of essential, he has to go back, and, you know, the, the name is there, back you go. Most of the time, we just believe that, you know, so many of these things are in our faces are not real. But having seen so many different mangas, animes, video games coming from Japanese developers and writers, I have come to actually know that, yeah, they do it like that. They put it right in your face and you're like, nah, this ain't happening. I mean, one of the most obvious ones was when Metal Gear Solid 4 was revealed, they said this is Liquid Ocelot. And he looked like freaking Ocelot. And then they said, no, this is liquid. He took over. That's why he has a mustache. Solid Snake has a mustache. And I was like, yeah, because they're playing you. And then they said, no, this is definitely, definitely something else. And when I actually believed that this is just Ocelot, this is not liquid, people said that, no, liquid's back. This is definitely liquid. And when they saw that, no, this is actually Ocelot, and the arm is fake, they were like, oh, such a twist. What twist? There was no twist. If you mean that you know, the mind took over and things like that, that's bullshit. And this is in very different animes and mangas as well. They play right in your face and you probably believe it, but also don't want to believe it because you think that, nah, it's too easy. This is also too easy. Bakugo is definitely that person. I'm sticking by it, even if no one actually acknowledges what I say when this happens. I'm still gonna be very happy that I was right. But still, yeah, that is Bakugo, that is everything that's happening. And I believe that the power is too much for Deku to do anything with now. And we know that he becomes the best hero. But, you know, that journey is what's important. Anyways, thank you guys for sticking with me. I hope it wasn't boring, or if I bored you at all. If I did, I'm so sorry. And if I didn't, please um, react to this on my Twitter. I'll be putting this link on my Twitter as well, asking people what they think. And um, I would definitely love to know your opinions. I mean, a, a side note, that, uh, by the way, they could be wrong about the power not being transferable. I think just because Bakugo had a great control over one for all, having minimal damage at least, when he had it, he will probably be the one to have the power and travel back in time. This is such a good theory at this point. I'm really happy with it. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please like, share, and um, leave your thoughts. Thank you for joining and I hope to see you guys very soon.